Hello everybody and welcome back to another riveting episode of Draw Your Last Card. This week we have Johnny back introing because we all remember the giant screw up that Anthony did last week. I, I still don't recall messing up. I believe it was perfect. Yeah, so uh, I'm Johnny, in case you couldn't catch on from my lovely voice singing into your ears. And with me as always is... Anthony, and I didn't mess up the intro last time. Guaranteed. Uh, he did mess up the intro. I just listened to the episode I, I, a couple there, days ago. There, there is no proof of that. <laughs> I think the whole thing with doing a podcast is that there is audio proof of everything we say on this show. Fine. I visually did not mess up anything. You're right. Visually, he did not mess up I'm anything. I'm visually stunning. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, welcome back to Draw Your Last Card, where we discuss all of our theories lovely thoughts and side tangents about the hit show Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, this week, we are covering episode 16. Last week, we said we were covering episode 13 and 14, and it was pointed out to me that that was a lie. So if you Good listen to that really episode... talking about. Yeah. Well, like he said, episode 16, the name is The Scars of Defeat, because... Our duel wraps around the people who lose the duels the most. Exactly. <laughs> no, no. Joey wins duels quite a bit. Uh, True. But in this episode... The two characters who are main characters that lose more often. <clears throat> you are correct. Kaiba loses a lot of duels. Which is weird because... He was the best before Yugi came along. Yugi really got in his head. Uh, but, anyway... Like half the plot of this episode is how much that duel has affected Kaiba. Where he's constantly yeah. like, the heart of the cards. Should I follow that, or should I just stay with my own strategy, which is being rude and Yeah. Mean? Uh, spoiler alert, this episode is boring. Uh, <laughs> and slow. There's, there's not much of interest. It's a, it's a recap episode. It's a recap. No, it kind of is expositional, also, along with recap. Yeah, I don't know, it's, it's not full you recap. you in an episode, plus a little bit of monster action. A little bit of that monster action, which is what we are here for. That so, monster action, that monster v. monster. Yeah. That takes place for maybe two minutes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, it was like the last ten minutes of the duel, kind of. But was it, it ten minutes? It felt like it went by so quick. I don't know. If you can even call this a duel, then it, yeah, it was like 10 minutes. I don't know. As usual, I watched this while on lunch at work. I was eating my peanut butter sandwich. I had a really big banana today. It was massive, <laughs> this banana. I'm sure it wasn't a plantain. I, it was definitely a banana. I bought them yesterday, and I bought them for their size, but it was... You, you bought them thick. This, this banana was too big. I'm not going to lie. It was too big, this banana. Did, did you get full on a banana? I don't think anyone on the planet can say they've been full on a banana before. I don't know what that means. And if you're... What? Full on a banana? Like, you had one banana and you got full. Like, I'm not... There's oh, no, full! I'm not going... <laughs> full, Wait, what okay. were you going for? I don't know. I was... What? what? I was How focused, messed up is I was focusing mind? on a different part of that... I was emphasizing the wrong part of that sentence. Uh, I did not get full on the banana... But it it was it was hard to eat my pistachios after that banana, uh, because I really like pistachios. But that banana. What was... do you have to drink with your with your lunch? 
I don't tend to drink. I don't tend to drink anything. No, I don't tend to drink anything with my lunch. I drink so much water right before I go into work, and I have usually my full water bottle, which is like half a liter of water. Then I drink a little bit more, and then when I get to work, I'm just not thirsty because I really I don't want water with my peanut butter sandwich. I really want milk with my peanut butter sandwich. That's fair. I wouldn't want to have water with PBJ. Yeah, it's well. This is just the peanut butter sandwich. I'll let I'll let people know my dark secret. I don't like jelly very much. I think it's too sweet on a it's sandwich. Just a, it's just a peanut butter sandwich. It is peanut butter on wheat bread, and it tastes so good. And judge me all you what want. What about Nutella? Nutella is not for lunch. That is dessert. I don't really eat Nutella that often or ever. I don't know if I've ever had Nutella. No, I've had Nutella once, I think. I don't really eat Nutella. You know, that's fair. I don't eat it that much either. <laughs> well, in high school, I never knew what it was. All my friends were obsessed with it, but I had no idea what Nutella was. Were they? I, I wasn't still, paying enough attention. I still don't really know what it is. I know it's chocolatey it's of like, some kind, but it's, it's like It's basically creamy. chocolate peanut butter. Interesting. Like a Reese's cup. I'm not a big fan of Reese's cups. I'm not going to get into my food preferences. That could be a whole other podcast. Which is oh. not this one, and would be probably I'm much gl- worse I'm glad than we this spent one. The first like five minutes talking about your lunch. Yeah, well, it was a good lunch. I'll I'll admit it. I had a donut today. Also, it was good. It was a decent donut. It's from Dunkin' Donuts. Wow. America runs what, on what, decent. What, what, what type? What type of uh, what type of donut? It was just now glaze. that we're going into it. Might as well. Uh, it was just regular old glaze. You know, I liked my glaze. There weren't. I'm not a big fan of the frosted donuts because I think just having is frosting it? on a donut is boring uh and well, usually get the jelly filled frosting donuts well we just went over this i don't like jelly that much i think it's too sweet oh my god what do you do you, do you like the boston cream donuts or does that i love work? i love the cream inside of a donut that custard is a, so a, good a boston, yeah that custard is amazing yeah okay we should probably move on to the episode yeah that's Unless... how boring the episode is i would rather hear about johnny's Johnny's meals instead of talk about this episode. Yeah, I have some good meals. I had chicken wings tonight for dinner. Okay, we're not actually going into your full meal plan. That was a well, we could. Um, um okay, so but anyway, we start off with Pegasus kind of just alone monologuing about his evil plans to take over Kaiba Corp using uh Seto Kaiba's little brother Mokuba as the head figure as he controls the company because as we all know he's well mokaba for like eight times he's not monologuing though he's talking to the kaiba corp heads that's, the heads that's of kaiba practically corp. nobody <laughs> i think it's practically five people who become main characters in season three become main characters is a strong word they become are the main side... villains no they're not they, okay. they're like five ignorant people who we have to deal with <laughs> you're right you're right but they're okay they come back but sorry right. people he, he is talking to them yeah about wanting to take over kaiba corp and they're concerned because kaiba got away when they tried to like break into his uh office or wherever that was yeah they're the concerned that kaiba is not dead and that they should have killed them killed him himself because their plan falls apart if kaiba's not alive or if kaiba's yeah, not dead because they need mokuba to be in charge of kaiba corp meaning Seto needs to be dead. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, that happens. And then I believe we cut to Kaiba Copter. Um, is it? Yeah, I think that's the Kaiba Copter time. The Kaiba Copter no, time. No, no, no. We, 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 uh, we get some more information about the Millennium items that we already know. 
where they talk about how they have the Millennium Ring, the Millennium that is, Puzzle, and the Millennium Eye. That is it's a, after. No, it is not. Yes, it H- how, is. Did they show the Kaiba copter, then cut to them, then go back to Kaiba and the copter? They probably show Kaiba and the copter multiple times, but I... They probably dis- do. That's a really good argument. I distinctly <laughs> have in my notes, in chronological order, Kaiba copter, then it goes into talking about that. So... Anthony, uh, would no, you talk about your kybercopter? Would you, you like, like to say the usual words that you say to me? No, you're good. Talk about your kybercopter. Okay, so Kyber's in a copter, and there's no dramatic music playing behind him, which I'm disappointed about because it's a very weird scene. Kyber's just flying in a helicopter, kind of talking to himself, and then we get a flashback. That's the flashback music. Many. Uh, and Anthony, what happens in this flashback? Do you ever remember? You don't seem to recall this part. <laughs> Wait, which who's flat? Is this the Bakora's flashback or is this Kaiba's flashback? This is Kaiba's flashback. We have. Yeah, is this the one where his brother gets taken? There's like f- how many flashbacks in this episode? I think there's like four. There's like three in this episode. It's a heavy flashback episode. I was getting worried that yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh was skipping, was scamping on the flashbacks for Mo. But we are oh, back. Oh, did 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 you miss them? I did miss them. I love our flashback segments. Why? I I see them and I'm like, I've seen this scene. I've seen. I no, no. We got new information. This one, has, this one is uh, what them being lonely kids, right? We got new information, and so this flashback with Kaiba was him reliving his duel with Yugi, because uh, he's like Exodia killed me before, uh, and so. I that's what looked at my notes and realized he was in the Kaiba copter before they oh. showed that part. Oh, really? I have in my notes it saying Kaiba flashbacks salute. I'm losing. <laughs> then it has the showing of the Millennium Ring stuff. Would you like to say God something to me, Anthony? Dang. Please say it, please. You were right. Yes. <laughs> Good. I'm gonna clip that and I'm just gonna stick it in randomly. I'm gonna use it against you. <laughs> oh, great! Looking forward to that. Yeah, um, that's gonna be that's gonna be his ringtone <laughs> or his text tone for me. Whenever I text him, you were right. No, his Anthony's text tone is navvy because occasionally he has useful information, but most of the time I just want to ignore him. But I have to click on the text anyway to get rid of the notification. I I would say I'm offended, but I like Zelda too much to be that offended. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so anyway, then we cut to. Uh, the gang, sleeping. Taya is in a very large tent by herself. I noticed that. I don't know if you noticed that. She is sleeping solo in a very large tent while... It makes sense. She needs to have her privacy. Sure. I don't know. If they're all close friends, they can cozy on up next to each other in a tent. I, I feel like they're not that cozy. You're right. They've like... only been friends for, what is it, like two months now, I feel like? We don't know how long their friendship has been a thing. <laughs> And also, like, that's true. May ha- May had to stand watch when uh, Mai had to stand watch was while well, Tay was taking a shower because that's how unclose of friends they are. Okay, let's move past <laughs> that because I do not like that whatsoever. Uh, so, okay, uh, continue. They're all sleeping. They're all sleeping, and uh, Yugi and Ryu are uh, cuddling up next to each other under a tree getting real cozy having real he means bakora for everyone else who doesn't remember what he said last yes ryu bakora uh cozy and on up next to ryu and they start talking and they start reminiscing about the good old days when they uh, first met bakora when he 
transferred to their class and they all made fun of him because he sounded different. But, I don't uh, think they did that. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't. But uh, they that's when he first realized his Millennium Ring points at Millennium Items because when he first met Yugi in their flashback, his Millennium Ring glows and points at him. Or it points to people who he's in love with because Ryu's in love with Yugi, which they is why they're together. cuddling up under a tree. But yeah, they flash. S S I N G. Exactly. Uh, so there's a flashback. Flashback number two. Oh, <laughs> Anthony joined me in. Joined in there. Yeah. I love that. Uh, and it flashes back to Ryu's first day in class, which I think I don't know. Correct me if I'm wrong, Anthony. I believe the duel. So Joey and Yugi are dueling in the background of it while Ryu is overhearing the duel. Yeah. Is that the first duel? that that we hear kind of is that what's to be assumed that that is I, the first I duel don't assume it's the first duel but i think it's the same audio <laughs> yeah i no i think it is the first duel which means they were that they was the first day of no time well that was that was the first day of class then which means that i don't know it as the semester started they instantly ran away yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the first day of class. It just seemed so. The timeline doesn't seem very right. But yeah, I don't think their I don't think their class schedules really worked into uh, the episodes. And I think that's what they thought they needed to fix with Yu-Gi-Oh! GX <laughs> is we need to have a, a regular class schedule. <laughs> yeah, too many fans were complaining about an anime not have not being in a school. That's why they went with Yu-Gi-Oh! being in a school. For the, the second generation of the this show. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so we have that flashback, and it's a flashback, and they're playing and then, dual monsters. Then the helicopter comes towards them, and it becomes nighttime. Yeah. Was it, night it was nighttime already, basically, I think. Oh, wait, can I and add one Can I add one? Yes, go for thing it. Thing in? Uh, before, the, before the copter, the Kaiba copter comes, Yugi is kind of internal monologuing about this force that he feels when he's dueled and that he's going on about his millennium puzzle that like oh everyone has millennium items and they're powerful but mine's powerful and i feel the spirit that takes over when i duel uh that i didn't have before the puzzle and that he's makes me more courageous other times well it the... just it means that he still doesn't know there's a spirit in his item he, he doesn't admit there's no way he doesn't know he just doesn't admit to it. Because I feel like he doesn't want to admit to cheating. <laughs> but no, this... <laughs> he already admits to cheating he, when he when he goes up to Kaiba and says, Thank you for helping me cheat in that battle. You know, I, I did like how he did basically say, Thanks yeah. for that. Thanks but no, I think this, this was an internal monologue. But Yugi should know, because of the shadow duel with Bakora in the shadow realm, I'm just curious how that... How he, he doesn't has know. Has to be a way. They just, I feel like they just kind of wrote dialogue mm -hmm. with the plan of him having that realization later. Yeah. But they just didn't know what to say between now and there, so they just kind of didn't care. <laughs> True. Like, he just he's just really dumb and just doesn't want to admit to it, but he kind of has to be aware. <laughs> there's it, no way he wouldn't be aware, but they don't want to give an answer to that question yet. Yeah. It's like in a high school rom-com where the two the two people have crushes on each other and they're both kind of aware that they have crushes on each other but, but it neither takes a one whole of them season for them to yeah. say or do anything. 
Yeah, the whole season is them just being like, oh no, maybe maybe I do have a maybe she does have a crush on me. Maybe I do have a crush on her. And it doesn't it's not until the very end of the season that they're like, Oh my god, I was right the whole time. Yeah. So basically Yugi's in a rom com with himself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now Kaiba comes and uh Lay it on me. What happens when Kaiba when so the Kaiba copter Kaiba goes? shows up in his in his cool copter. You want to make a sound? And knowing Kaiba, he can't land a copter. He has to just swing his way out. Of oh yeah, wasn't he? Ah! Did he just let it crash? No, we didn't just let it crash. <laughs> Why? He has the he has the wealth to just still afford helicopter crashes. He's like, eh, don't need that. But <laughs> you're right. He should have just jumped out of it, <laughs> crashed the plane into the palace. <laughs> maybe Kaiba would, or maybe Seto, or uh, his brother Mokuba would have survived. Who knows? It doesn't matter. Um, once he gets there, he kind of realizes he somehow conveniently landed next to every other main character, mm. which is very convenient. Um, they have a little exchange, and because. He wants to go dual Pegasus. Uh, he kind of needs his deck, and if you're following along where his deck should be, Yugi's the one who has it, so he has to give it to him. And uh, I love how he says, you'll be rewarded for this later. Yeah, you'll be <laughs> compensated for this later. I, I really want to see, like, four seconds later, he pulls out his phone and sees, like, he has a Venmo of, like, $200 from Kaiba. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I definitely think that's how he rewarded him or he gave him a plane yugi wouldn't have venmo yugi's probably one of those people who refuses to download oh venmo. my god he he's me he doesn't want to have venmo so he, he makes them uh pay them in cash yeah and it's just the worst thing in the world uh so yugi or kaiba's getting real snobby and joey's getting real Being snobby usual kaiba self and well i don't know i'd like to say kaiba I feel like is being pretty valid in his hunt for Pegasus. Why, Pegasus why don't why don't they just say the clear thing of being like, yeah, your um your sister, no, your uh, brother's on the line, my grandpa's on the line, my sister's on the line, like mm -hmm. they literally all have someone whose life is okay. Well, no, okay, life plus eyesight is on the line. No, this is why I'm on Kaiba's side over Joey's side. Kaiba's brother Team kidnapped. Kaiba. Kaiba, there's a cat in my room now, for those of you who can hear. She has barged our, in. She's our listener. Uh, Kaiba. Hey, Ripple. Hey, Ripple. Ripple, hey. I know. Do you want to, what do you have to say? What do you feel about Joey? How do you feel about Kaiba? Oh, she responded to Kaiba. She doesn't like Kaiba very much. Anything else, Ripple? Before you lie down on my bed? <laughs> that was that was Ripple's thoughts, Ripley's thought on all of this. Uh, you might hear her thoughts a little more because she has a tendency to talk over people. She's she's very passionate about Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so here's why I'm on Kaiba's side. Kaiba, his brother, was stolen. He had a hit done on him. Like so people tried to kill him with their really pointy fingers. That's the worst way to die a really pointy finger, as we've to discussed. To die a pointy finger is a, is a shame. Uh, Yugi. Ripple? Ripple, I'm gonna kick you out of this room. 
Oh, I pointed my finger out, and she rubbed up against it. How cute. Uh, so, um, where was I? Oh, Yugi, his grandfather's soul was taken. That's pretty big. And, uh, Joey? He was forced into a tournament. He also, uh, like, okay. had have... If I leave my hand here, will you meow at me more? We're no, I'm just gonna leave my hand here. Yeah, I know. And hopefully that will keep her quiet. Uh, okay, anyway, let's resume. I don't remember... Oh, yeah, so, Joey, Joey's sister... What thought we were in? We were in a... Oh, no, I was complaining that you you yeah. also has the fact that he was forced into this whole tournament to begin with. Yeah. He's been put up a guy against a guy who tried to burn him alive. Yeah. Um, he was forced to duel a shadow Yeah, and what is Joey fighting for? And he sure. was also trapped in multiple shadow games already. Joey, I'm saying like, sure, I'm saying that, he's okay. fighting for his sister, but his sister is one, still alive, he knows where she is, and is not gonna die if she doesn't get the surgery, and there are probably other ways to pay for this surgery. There's health insurance, which I don't know how Japan does health insurance, because <laughs> I live in America, and I don't know how health insurance works here. Fun fact, it doesn't. <laughs> But, yeah, so, I think Kaiba has a right to be snarky at Joey, and Joey is not giving Kaiba the respect that he deserves, or showing empathy for... Boy, he starts teasing him hard, he's, like, yeah. saying about how he's lost his edge, he's no longer a good duelist, Yeah, and all that. He, and he, call, he calls him out. Yeah, it's just like, bro, his brother was kidnapped by someone who is, kid like, very dangerous. I don't know. I don't take Joey's side in this. Um, but let's yeah, move on. Okay. Let's... I'm definitely not on Team Joey, but I'm on Team Yugi. I'm on. I'm always on Team Yugi, for the most part, except when I'm on Team Merrick. That character's not a thing yet. Uh, yeah, spoilers. but I'm always on Team Merrick, and I know there's some Merrick, some some Merrick heads out there. But I definitely think they have a better fan name than that. <laughs> yeah, I don't I know don't <laughs> the really Mercs. Okay. <laughs> That sounds bad. I don't know why, but it just does. Yeah. Okay, let's move on <laughs> okay, to the actual so, duel. So, so the so the teasing causes Kaiba to agree to duel you um um to duel Joey under the circumstance that they use his new system. And for some reason Joey thinks the new system is the briefcase. Not what's in the briefcase, <laughs> but the briefcase itself. Yeah, Joey's I dumb. I don't know how Joe Joey gets real dumb this episode. It's impressive. Uh, so it's a yeah. dual disc system. He's always real works. dumb, though. Yeah, but it's a dual disc system that kind of works like you strap on an arm brace and then you throw the main disc like a frisbee yeah. into the center of like where you're dueling. It's really weird. I'm very much glad they will fix this later on. Yeah. Uh, and also they don't use like normal trap cards like only one spell is going to be used like they also can only summon one monster at a time it well seems like. there are more slots on there it seems like yeah, but they don't use these slots yeah it's because this isn't like a real duel this is just flexing it's very much a filler duel yeah it's not a and good filler duel either so let's see uh joey's all like oh i'll figure out how to use this i'm a quick learner and kaiba's all like huh but 
I don't see why them using something new to duel with would cause any harm to the other person. It doesn't seem that hard to figure out. But yeah, it, it doesn't really seem like a hard comp to figure out, and also he forgets how the normal rules of dual monsters work. Oh my god. Kaiba, Kaiba summons Battle Ox, and then Joey summons Armored Lizard. Armored Lizard has a 1500 attack power, while Battle Ox has a 1700 attack power. Wonder how that's gonna go, Joey. When? Okay, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um, but then the next thing makes no sense. And then, so Joey summons his flame swordsman and attacks Battleox. And you want to know what? You want to know what Yugi says? <laughs> no, Joey, it has type advantage. <laughs> you have to use a water type, you idiot. <laughs> I don't know why Battleox has type advantage, but over, over fire. fire, maybe that makes literally no sense. I got nothing. Usually I have something. I think maybe it has to do with... Oh, my cat is about to fall off my bed. Ripple, get back up there. Uh, but honestly, usually I have something. I don't see why a pig would be invulnerable to heat. You would think bacon would <laughs> occur. <laughs> bacon is the result, so it should be a strength. Yeah. So really, yeah. honestly, the rest of the duel is just... Uh, is Joey playing creature after creature? Well, then at first, then Kaiba uses Palmerization. We have a Palmerization. Yeah. And he's gonna getting murdered by his uh, Battle Ox, which fuses to become a, uh, was it, a uh, Rabid Horseman? Mystical rabid. Horse Ox. You just merged the two names. That's not how it works. <laughs> you took Mythical, is mythical Horseman. It was something like battle that. Battle Ox equals Rabid Horseman. Rabid horsemen? I don't think horses uh, can be rabid. I they don't probably really can know be. Much about I think if humans can be. be. I've never met a horseman. Okay, so he just summons random monsters. It gets instantly destroyed, and then he summons. <laughs> and his what doesn't strongest it, monster later? Wait, but doesn't it make you? Why doesn't Joey know that these creatures aren't going to be able to beat? His. He doesn't seem to understand attack power at all. Maybe, okay, maybe he that's why using these dual discs is different, because it doesn't seem to show the attack power anywhere of that's the... Not, that doesn't make sense. Well, Joey's dumb. He doesn't know what Dude, cards he are. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be able to see it. I don't think, maybe it just doesn't show it anywhere. And honestly, that that's my most, that's he, he what goes, I feel. He this guy looks big, he should win. I like the logic. Yeah, he, yeah. He's a smart guy. That was um, my tactic in when I played Magic. Uh, that's why I really love the Hydras. They should win just every time, monsters. but they don't. <laughs> okay, so he summons his ace monster, the Red-Eyes Black Dragon. It can destroy uh, Kaiba's monster, doing the first bit of damage to his life points. And then Kaiba summons Blue-Eyes, and it's over. Because Blue-Eyes is just a better yep. Red-Eyes Dragon. And that's the whole yeah. deal. Uh, and that is the whole duel. But then, uh, a couple episodes ago, we talked about Joey being called a furry or something like that. Yeah, but, he, um, gets called a, he gets called a dog. He gets called a dog many, many times. You know, whimpering dog, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, so, Kaiba just keeps calling him a dog. Joey is, like, physically... He at the very beginning of the duel. Yeah, you're right. I wrote that down. I didn't. Which is a reference to uh, Rex Raptor's duel, the uh, dueling monkey. I think was the name of that episode. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nice little callbacks. I appreciate. 
Yeah. Kaiba's just a downer, though. I don't know. They're trying to he, kind of he help him. Deb, he is a Debbie Downer because he's sad about his brother. Yeah, and, which makes know, sense. People trying to murder him, you know, that's a little bit upsetting. A little bit. I don't know. It happens. Get over it. Uh, oh, wait, so... we forgot the best line in the entire episode. Oh, did we? So, in the very beginning of the duel, when Joey's antagonizing Kaiba, he tries to grab him. And then Kaiba oh, he, grabs yeah. his wrist and just <laughs> drops him. He doesn't even throw him to the ground. He just drops him to the ground. Not even, like, physically. He just lets him fall. And all of a sudden, Joey's in agonizing pain. He cannot get up. He's critical state. And, and then Cora, Ryu. says the best line. What is it, Johnny? Yugi, check his pulse. Because falling... Just face down. What's gonna kill him? Someone <laughs> let him go. Death. Cause of death, I fell an inch. I just okay. like to think Ryu says that every time someone just like, you it's know, he gets a paper like, cut. Someone flicks, someone flicks like, Taya, check her pulse. <laughs> check her pulse, Yugi. <laughs> someone gets a paper cut. It's, check it's his always pulse, Yugi. Yugi. Who has to check the pulse. <laughs> yeah, it's always Yugi. Uh, that's a good line. Thank you for going back to that, because that's a very yeah. good line I, I, that I will probably that say a lot. That line deserved more. Yeah. More uh, so anyway, after the dog comments, we get flashback number three. What's happening in flashback number three, Anthony? So flashback number three is where we get to meet Bandit Keith, who's kind of a cool villain. I don't remember his voice being so lame. Uh, <laughs> it, I think it changes slightly. Okay, because he has a very like light voice, and I expect it to be a lot deeper because he's supposed to be this big, tough guy. Yeah, he's but, the American duelist. Yeah, he's the American duelist who wears his American bandana uh, in America. Yeah, he's just one big joke of <laughs> America, he's pretty dueling, much. He's dueling Pegasus in the, uh, what's it called, the Intercontinental Duel. Oh, that explains why he's from America. That makes sense. Neat. <laughs> wow, so much <laughs> put lore. Two and two. <laughs> put two and two together, and I got my four. Yes. Uh, but Bandit Keith's this very cocky guy. Pegasus is a very laid-back man. He just stares Bandit Keith dead in the eye using his Millennium Eye and can mm. see his entire hand and already knows how the duel is going to play out. So to attack Bandit Keith's ego, he picks a random kid in the audience. I don't know how this kid thought he was the one being kicked i don't know if you saw the way pegasus just he just twitches a finger like well no general it's at there's like 20 kids in that area and he just goes eh. i don't know i'd like to say when you're a kid you kind of think the whole world revolves around you yeah but how did every single kid not come down there to like go like duel that i don't know so cool if i was a little kid and i was like 12 seats back i'd have been like heck yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i would have trampled everyone uh but yeah he brings down this little kid hands him a piece of paper and the piece of paper says what to do on it pretty much and so bandit keith plays did you, did you understand what happened in that duel because no it doesn't make sense okay 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 so bandit keith bandit keith plays um hold on i wrote down uh garnicia elephantes which yes has an attack i'm assuming you wrote down the attack anthony what attack power of a 2400 and is a level 7 monster yes and has a defensive and has a defensive 2000 2000 
so the kid is like, oh, this piece of paper says if you play that, I should play this card. I don't know what the card's name is. He plays Flying Elephant. It is an adorable card. Oh my mm-hmm. god, it is so cute. Um, what is it? I don't even know what it does. It has all of a sudden... 18, or it has 1,850 attack and 1,500 defense. It should not be able to win this duel by any means. But he so, plays it, the and then the kid's card, like... I just gave it a quick Google search. Uh-huh. Apparently this card does have an instant win condition. But the instant win condition is, during your next turn, if this card inflicts battle damage to your opponent by a direct attack, you win the duel. He never attacks Whoa. with the monster, but yet automatically wins by just playing the card. Yeah, Which yeah, it didn't make no sense. sense. Um, yeah. The entire duel is a very pointless duel. Shows off a very cute elephant card. Can't, can't, can't complain too much. Yes, very cute elephant. Has no sense no logic to it but he just the kid instantly wins and kaiba is very much sees this as someone who just has all access to the cards and like he doesn't process the fact that he's just straight up he i think he says he's using magic but like he doesn't process it just literally magic yeah it seems like yugi could tell him that he's using magic because i feel like yugi's gotta know by now i I feel like i feel like yugi doesn't want to admit to that he's cheating as well yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah but you he doesn't j- want to ever tell kaiba that he's cheating he's like yeah, oh, no, yeah. i'll beat you fair and square man <laughs> yeah uh but yugi just kind of lets kaiba go and that's i think that's, that's the end of the really episode the duel. oh I, I i also wrote down that bandit keith calls pegasus uh cutie pie because i thought that was a little little cute line <laughs> yeah a little yeah. playful banter yeah but yeah that's the that's the whole episode not much really happened we say that, but this has been a 35-minute episode. So. We spent maybe 10 minutes talking about your lunch. That's true. It was a good lunch. We can go back to that anytime. If you nope, want to hear more nope. about... Um, Anthony, if people want to hear more about oh. my lunch, how can they contact us? They can contact us through sending emails or tweeting us at draw your last card. Draw your last card. Please send us photos of your animals listening, of... You, if you want to tell us a comment, if you thought something was cool in an episode, if you want to hit us up with your cool theories, maybe you can have a better theory than Johnny's VCR theory. There well, no, you can't. Much, but... much, there's much room for improvement. Maybe you well, can no. theory about the, the, the little cute elephant and how he wins. Yeah, I, I don't got a theory, theory for that. that. I got nothing. I, I think because he's a cute elephant and the other guy's this big, like, scary elephant, the cute one just wins because cuteness always wins i know because i have let a cat like three times now stop me in the middle of this podcast because i cannot control her because she is too cute i'll post a picture of her to twitter so everyone can see how cute this cat is uh she'll be a star but yeah so that's it thank you for listening to draw your last card and i think if there's nothing else uh, I'm gonna end it properly. I apologize for last week when Anthony really messed up the outro also. We had plugged our Twitter earlier. It was okay. No, you didn't. Okay, never mind. But, so, as always, I'm Johnny. I'm Anthony. Always believe in the power of cuteness.
Oh.